Good morning, sunshines. Happy Canada Day, July 1st, 2023. What a time to be alive. I was just thinking, I'm always thinking, but it's been a hot minute. I guess it's been like two months. I made a podcast before the art show and then I got so busy and it wasn't a priority, so I never shared it, but I don't really like to listen to them once I've just recorded it. So we'll see if I feel like listening to it and think it's still relevant and should share it. But if not, here you go. I feel like I'm always inclined to speak out, usually in regards to Alexanne, my cousin who passed away four years ago. Basically today, not really July 4th, but um, I was just thinking about her a lot. Well, I always am, but I mean, especially in the past few days, because it was the last time I saw her in L.A. at the hospital and some Snapchat memories popped up of Tasha and I walking in the street with a glass of wine and our hospital little like name tags on laughing and crying and just so many mixed emotions. And then. We went to for dinner, we went to like a pumping little outdoor dinner club thing and we were just pretending and trying to have fun but like dying inside and then screaming at the ocean. I've I've never like begged for a life before, but we were actually like at the ocean in Venice just being like, please let her wake up. Anyways, so that's a very emotional time and I'm reminded of it basically every year this week especially always am but like it's so vivid and somebody asked me the other day how am I not worried about the future because like fair concern there was you know some stuff and I thought well I guess I'm just like death at a young age one, me experiencing it at a young age, but also Alexander only being 28, reminds me that the future is not guaranteed. And the present is truly the only thing that exists. I know it's like you hear that all the time, but I don't think you understand it fully until you actually lose someone, especially if they die young, because you're like, holy shit. They really don't have a... Like, that future does not exist. Like, that's just... That's what it was in the cards for that person and for me to see that. And I'm... And I was on the plane the other day. Sad. (laughs) Thinking about her. And just thinking about the whole thing. And um, I asked myself, okay, how can I be grateful and joyful for this experience because everything truly is just your perception i know you've heard it but like you gotta actually get it and and activate that when you're feeling shitty be like okay how can i be grateful for this and not even just grateful like because i've been grateful for it and i i make a list of like what i've learned you know i made a little i was journaling about it and it was like okay what did i learned in the past four years i'll try to find it for you and say it but um and then this like the other day of this year I I kind of 
took the next step and asked myself, how can I be joyful for this experience? That I didn't necessarily get an answer to, (laughs) to be frank, but I have hope that I can eventually change my perception from being so kind of like hurt inside from this and missing her to okay finding the actual joy i mean i definitely did learn a lot and i i think that's something that people don't necessarily they understand about me because i'm just all over the place and frolicking around the world and it's like well when someone dies you just know that it's not really like there's maybe not an option to wait till you're older And I pray that I have a long, healthy, happy life. And I'm pretty certain I do. Like, I just feel it. But don't be foolish and expect that. You know, like, don't hold back today thinking about the future. And also we were traveling and seeing all these old people, like, falling asleep on the boat. So (laughs) Tisha said, you know, this is why you don't wait to travel. And I thought it's so accurate. You do it while you're young. Oh, yeah. Here are, okay. I've learned so much in the past four years. One, nothing really matters. Two, time is a blessing, not a guaranteed. Three, remember remember that you could die. <laughs> Clearly, I was very um, thinking about death in this moment. Four, be grateful. Five, be love, give love, receive love. Six, embrace all the feels basically about this one someone was also saying you know i wish i kind of opened up more and it's like yep life's quite literally a lifeline you know like you have your heartbeat and you see it on the hospital and on the little machine and if it's flat you're dead but a lot of people live a flat line because they're scared of the high, like the lows, you know, the highs are fun and they're great, but you, they're it's inevitable to have the lows. Like it's they're they're intertwined. They're one and the same. It's that they come as a pair. It's a high and a low. You know the wave. So I guess I already know that that's inevitable. So I try to make my highs really fucking high, and then whatever the lows are really low, but. At least I'm like experiencing the best that I could possibly experience as opposed to just sort of like an average whatever, not really putting myself out there, not really like doing anything, playing safe, but not living to my absolute possible best, fullest, all of the above. Anyway, so don't forget that because you're going to get hurt and sad or whatever anyways, so you may as well go full out and just have the extremes. I'm quite extreme. We know that. Seven, do what scares you. Eight, don't wait. Nine, be different. Ten, have fun. Eleven, make a difference. And then I basically talked to myself and said, I love you. And then I'm here for you. And it felt like I was, you know, it wasn't like me. It was like my higher self speaking to this sad cousin. And it, and it 
so interesting when you journal and when you take a step back and you see, you just think about life. You're like, All right, you know, everyone says you're in a child. So I'm like, okay, how's she doing? Like, do, are there multiple of me? What's going on? Also the different dimensions. I don't know how many versions of me are there right now. But you do feel that sometimes when I'm journaling, I write like in third person and I talk to myself and it's doesn't feel weird at all. It literally just feels like I'm speaking and I'm listening. and But I'm just flowing what's meant to be said. And the, oh, yeah. <clears throat> so that, that was that. Anyways, the rest of my travels were absolutely extraordinary. It was so much fun. Um, and someone asked me, you know, how do you do it? And I thought, well, <laughs> what do you mean? The thing is, you just do it. Financially, well, I'm probably not the best role model for that. Honestly, I sort of just make what I need to, and then I go and use it. Now, I obviously have, like, investments, not obviously, but I, I do have that and I don't touch that. I just pretend that that doesn't exist um, until like I until it's huge and I whatever want to buy a house or something. But um, so I guess I have done that sort of like especially throughout COVID, you know, when you couldn't go anywhere. I definitely did plan for the future and and mapped out some goals that would support me. But then I also live a little bit in fear of death. So then I often think, fuck it, I'm going traveling. <laughs> but it's definitely work too, you know? Traveling isn't just... It's definitely not luxurious. I mean, it could be, but I'm kind of going for a longer term, so it doesn't make sense to, to be more luxurious. It's more like all the experiences i just like to be in so many different places um and you also be smart about it just don't be silly and then i also do things like paint you know so sometimes when i'm traveling i'll sell artwork while i'm away so like i'm literally still making an income from the work that I didn't get paid for in the past and now I'm just getting paid for it so that I remember in Berlin I was deciding where to stay and I was like oh do I spend the money in this like nicer hotel or you know I'm getting to the end I'm kind of tired kind of just want some space and like clean rooms whatever and then my mom sent me a text was like you sold the painting and it was the exact price that I was looking at the hotel for those couple days and I was like all right I guess I'll do the hotel um, and then this time, you know, I got a check from Collingwood for my books and it was like, cool, I volunteered my time when I was in Vancouver and I was, you know, I'm just doing it because that's what I love to do. And then kind of out of surprise, you get, you get a little check. So I work in a way that I, when I'm home, I give and I work and I just do what I can physically while I'm here. And then when I go, I sort of trust the universe and everything will work out. 
And it does. And somebody said that too at the wedding. They're like, you're, you're just lucky, huh? Like you're, everything works out for you. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it does. Because it's also, I believe that it's your belief. If you believe that that's your truth, then it will be. Like it's, they just, you still don't get that. Like you literally create your reality. It's absolutely insane how accurate it is. Everything I think becomes a reality. It's amazing. Every time I get in my car, I'm like, wow, I did this. Cool. Like, I remember visualizing the tea on my old car before and visualizing looking into the reflection as I'm driving and seeing myself in like a little white Tesla. And now I look into the reflection while I'm driving and I'm in a little white Tesla. And I'm like, that's so cool. But then it also changes. Now I want to move to Europe and it's like, okay, well, I should probably sell my car because I don't really need it here. I don't want to be paying for it while I'm, while I'm not using it. That just doesn't make sense. So there's as as you're growing and evolving, you do have to remember that you're going to need to let go of certain things. Like pretty much already let go of a lot of things last September when I was planning to travel for the majority of this year. And then now I'm got to let go of like all the rest of the things pretty much besides some clothes that I could use when I come home, but I definitely don't need all of these and bags and shoes and cameras I have a drone I haven't used that in years you know like just I love getting rid of things it feels so good and freeing I love just like growing but growth also comes with pain letting go of my apartment that was so sad and so bittersweet I loved it so much I didn't want to move on but I also I live by a quote you know cannot become what you are by you cannot become what you want by remaining what you are and to be able at any moment to sacrifice what you are for what you will become that just like lives in my brain so it's not easy to let go of things and nor is it easy to move across the world but if you have like a calling of some sort you need to do it and if it scares you a little bit great i love that I remember talking to somebody once too and they're losing some friends and it was sad and it was like, yeah, but honestly kind of love that. I, It's sad and it's bittersweet, especially when you grow from friends, but it's a sign of growth or like leave friends, you know, but it's a sign of growth and I love those signs of growth. I love my friends, but you know, I love like letting go of things because it's challenging, but it feels amazing. And what I also realized is it's forever evolving. You feel like you've grown and you're there and you're thriving, but then a couple years go by and then you've got to grow again and it's just more growing pains. But that's literally the cycle of life. <laughs> Sometimes I laugh about all the things I say because it sounds so like cliche, you know, but I see people and they still don't get it. Like they don't get that what they think it creates their reality. Like, if you don't get this, ask me for help and I'll help you. Yes, I made a book and it's printed and it's published and it's good to go now. I'm going to have a little launch for it before I go, so stay stay tuned. But if you want one now, let me know. Um, but I was also talking to somebody the other month about... Okay, so somebody hit their car. Okay, so wait, wait. Pretend I didn't say that yet. I was saying I have to take full responsibility for your life. Like no matter what, everything, like for me, everything is my fault. If I'm somewhere I don't want to, I'm I'm uncomfortable, I'm like, ah, it's my fault. I somehow got myself in this situation. It's not like blaming another person or something else for me being here. It's like, well, I'm here. 
I chose to be here. I'm somehow here. That's my fault. So somebody says somebody hit their car. And I thought, well, that sucks, but that's your, like, you manifested that somehow. I don't know how, but somehow you attracted that. And he's like, so you're saying it's my fault someone hit me. And I was like, well, kind of, yeah. Like, that's the whole thing about taking responsibility for your life. When you realize that your life is your life, you take full responsibility. It's in your control. You can attract every single thing you want, need, be, whatever present environment, whatever it is. But then you also have to take responsibility for the other side of things that don't seem like it's your responsibility, you know, like getting hit. That totally sucks. But for some reason you got hit and tune into that. Like, what were you thinking? What, what did you attract? I don't know. Um, but when you simply just take responsibility for all of it, then then you realize, oh, my thoughts are so powerful. Maybe it was a tiny little thought. Or maybe you'd been manifesting it for a while. I don't know. You know, somebody said, oh, my, my bag's going to get lost. And I said, why would you say that? And they said, well, just, it's, it's going to, I know it's going to happen. I'm like, well, okay, then it's going to happen because you just said that, like that, like that. Don't you get it? That's, it's going to happen because you said it's going to happen. I simply try to avoid somebody else said, oh, you live in an alternate, like, um, distorted reality. And I'm like, okay, maybe to you, but to me, it's like really my reality. Like it's really, I've somehow been traveling for the past eight months. Like no idea how, but that's what I wanted to do. And everything's just been kind of, you know, like supporting me, like one step here and one step there. And it's all just like lifting me up being like, you thought about going to Amsterdam. Now we're going to show you Amsterdam. And you can see if you want to live there. And I was like, okay, maybe not anymore. Where else to, where else could I live? Oh, Zurich. Okay. Somehow let's go to Zurich for the day. You know what I mean? Like everything just, but I also believe that that's how my life is. It truly all is in your beliefs. So if you don't believe that, that's fine. But it's like gravity. It's still true. You know, if you don't believe that gravity is there, doesn't really matter. It's still, it still has an impact. Same with the moon on the waves. Like whether or not you believe that stuff, it, it still is impacting it. So your beliefs are literally controlling your life. That's why you have to be so clear about what you think and only think positive things. That's why I try to think, okay, how can I be joyful this grieving experience? Can maybe it's, you know, maybe you're in denial a little bit, but not really because I think I've gone through the pain of it and I've definitely like experienced it. And when it does come, I feel it. But then I also saw something the other day where it was like, feelings aren't real. Feelings are your perception towards an experience where there's perhaps like unhealed trauma or something like that. And I thought that's so true because so sometimes you, I wonder about my own thoughts. I'm like, well, is this accurate or is this just me like being dramatic or same for somebody else that they're just totally delusional about an experience and you're like, okay, but then makes sense. Maybe they've had some trauma, whatever it might be. So you can detach from your feelings and, like I almost dissect my brain sometimes when I'm going through this and I'll 
I'll, I'll sort of put it in front of me. Like, I'll visualize these emotions and my actual brain. And I'll, like, almost be a little scientist and pull them apart. And, like, quite literally detach myself from this feeling. Because it's simply not necessary. Like, I'll feel it. I'll embrace it. And then it's like, okay, no need to live in this state. I'm listening to whatever is t it's telling me. Thank you so much. I no longer need to experience that lesson anymore. Um, I also think you're constantly like grieving a past version of yourself. Not necessarily constantly, but every once in a while, like you're gonna you're growing, and then you also need to grieve that old version and fully step into your new self. And you can be whatever you want. Like the other day I was thinking, maybe I'll take some dance lessons and singing lessons. My whole life I've been like, I'm not a singer, I'm not a dancer. Like I just, that's just not me. And then I thought, well, why not? Why can't I just be everything? I might not be extraordinary at it, but like I don't really care. I just like trying a whole bunch of things. So that was a fun thought. So be open to being a different person. I listened to a really good book. It was uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza. Oh, oh no, don't start that. Breaking the habit of being yourself. Basically, it teaches you how to unlearn what you've taught yourself to be yourself and be open to evolving basically to either a new person, your higher, a better version of yourself, whatever it might be. Like, just be open to being different than what you were because people who say that's not me, it's like, well, you're kind of just, I don't know. I mean, sometimes I'm definitely, definitely am certain things and not others, but instead of kind of stunting myself and being like, I'm not that, let's just be open to it. Maybe it doesn't happen because it's really not what I'm made of or whatever, but at least be open. Also, I made fresh cashew, no, fresh Brazil nut milk this morning for my coffee because I forgot to get oat milk. And then apparently oat milk's not the best for you, actually. So I thought I've been really into just wanting to like be a little granola, you know, this little West fan girl wants to be granola. I am pretty down to earth and like, you know, in the nature, but still grew up in West Van. It's kind of hard to to not be that, whatever that is. If you know, you know. Anyway, so I made my own milk and it's really nice and I'm going to try to keep making my milk continuously instead of buying chemical stuff. And I am just taking this extra step to cleanse my environment, my body, and be sort of natural, you know, took my nail polish off no more eyelashes we'll see we'll see how long all that stuff lasts it is nice looking nice but it's also nice just being you so cheers to that i hope you have the absolute best well it's a controversial day but i mean not really i take that back it's definitely you tough day for some and for others, 
well, whatever. Okay. <laughs> okay, love you. Have the best day ever. Bye.